LinkedIn, we are gonna fire up your Monday. LinkedIn, we are gonna fire up your Monday. With Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. I am Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. Over the next hour of this Master Connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively. See us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready. Hear from experts along with Steve Spiro, who went from being shy and introverted to the master connector. Right, like did you know what it is? It is Monday, and we're gonna fire this up. I'm gonna introduce Steve, but we're talking about connecting authentically. And today we want you to connect authentically. Make sure you're in the comments, make sure you're in the chat. Let us know where you're viewing from. We always love hearing that. It's always exciting, it's always fun. Let us know what you're thinking around the ideas of connecting authentically, or people connecting authentically with you. Where do you see the challenges? Where do you see the, the frustrations? And where do you see the benefits of connecting with people authentically? We want to hear from you. You are a major part of this show. So please make sure you're in the comments. If you're watching this on the replay, hit that hashtag replay. We love hearing from you. I'm going to introduce our main man, Steve Spiro, the master connector himself. Steve Spiro. Here we go. Let me jump him on the screen. There we go. Steve Spiro is... All right, here we go. I got, I got, press my button, Steve. Steve Spiro's a martial arts black belt and a master network. He has moved from being a shy, introverted kid to the master connector he is today. Steve Spiro began his business career by starting an advertising company in NYC. He had an incredibly fulfilling career and experience in advertising and marketing, but eventually pivoted to the technology industry. Today, Steve is a business automation consultant with Quadient, where he helps companies streamline and automate how they communicate and connect with their customers, leveraging artificial intelligence with both hardware and software. Steve Spear believes in the power of mentorship, growing oneself through self-development and continuing to create meaningful connections through building a large network. Welcome to the stage, the master connector himself, Mr. Steve Spiro. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, I really appreciate all that you do here, sir. The Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, my partner in crime. So. Hey, so hey, folks, it's Steve Spiro, the master connector, coming at you live and direct here. Uh, Cameron, I really appreciate you tuning in. We're here Monday, uh, every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern. We come at you with engaging content on how you, too, can be a master connector. During this master connection series, each week, our goal is to gather subject matter experts to impart their wisdom on us. Welcome to the show. I am extremely blessed to have my co-host, Cameron Toth, here with us. Cameron is the host and founder of BizDev Live. And Cameron founded Toth Event Staffing in 2011. Toth Event Staffing is a hospitality company providing staff to caterers, cafeterias, and catering departments in Westchester, New York, and New York City. BizDev Live was founded in 2020 and is a weekly show that airs on multiple platforms, including right here on LinkedIn Live, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure to tune in. Uh, BizDev Live takes the Cameron's entrepreneurship experience and combines it with his passion for helping young people and business-minded professionals. Cameron's mission in life is increased access to education and opportunity for all people. So please bring back to the, to the forefront here, my man, partner in camera, Mr. Cameron Toth. Thank you very much, Steve. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's so exciting uh, what we get to do, be in the light, providing this opportunity and education every day. We're all on mission every day. Thanks for allowing me to be a part of this. We're gonna fly over to our expert panelists today and introduce them, Ariel, our unicorn in the house. Ariel dove head first into LinkedIn as a result of beginning a new career journey right in the middle of a global pandemic. She has been able to run a successful business for the past year with absolutely zero cold calling or DM outreach of any kind other than happy birthday messages, all right? She's grown from around 450 connections to over 22,000 followers in the past year. She believes that showing up consistently and authentically on LinkedIn is the absolute best recipe for success. Please welcome to the show, the LinkedIn unicorn himself, Miss Ariel Lee. 
Hey, thank you guys so much for that introduction. I'm so excited to be here and for this conversation. All right, we're going over to Mr. Jason Croft. Jason Croft is the business of connection, connecting with people, connecting those people to each other and connecting businesses to their ideal clients. With 30 years of experience in media, movies, video, corporate events, podcasts, both behind the camera and now in front of it, Jason is leveraging those skills to further his mission of connecting and helping others to do the same thing. Jason is the founder of Media Leads, an agency dedicated to a new form of business development, media lead generation, turning his love of interviewing and shining a spotlight on others like he's done with Startup Dallas, the Jason Croft Show, strategy and action, and concentric into a scalable system that allows his clients to shorten their sales cycles and rapidly build their dominance in an industry. Please welcome to the show, the conversion king himself, Mr. Jason Croft. Up on mute. Let's get you off mute, Jason. There we go. Happy to be here. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. We're going to fly over to Michelle Sorrell, former TV retail host with $220 million in live TV sales turned transformational trainer and digital CEO. Michelle built a seven figure biz by helping experts start and scale a high integrity online impact with master mindset tools, ethical live video sales, and purposeful podcast. Her trainings have generated millions in revenue for her clients from emerging coaches and experts to established entrepreneurs, former pro athletes, and a U.S. presidential candidate. Michelle is the host of the Fire and Fire podcast, a top 10 in self-development, and is on a mission to empower millions to awaken to their infinite potential. Please welcome to the show, the podcasting queen, empowering millions, Michelle Sorrell. Wow, what an intro. So happy to be here. Thank you. All right, we're going to get into it. Steve, get us started off here. You know, I know connecting uh, authentically with folks is your thing. And just before I, 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 I give free reign, I just want to shout out some of our amazing audience who's always connecting authentically with us. We re really appreciate it. Corey Foster in the comments. Hello, uh, Mattia. We got uh, love your tree, Ariel Lee. And she's got that, that Christmas. I have a feeling you guys know each other. You guys must know each other. You got that Christmas stocking going on. I love that. Steve Crowley. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Mama Spiro in the house from Poughkeepsie and, uh, Matea saying she's checking in from Southern Ontario. So again, as always, we really love hearing where you're checking in from. So don't miss that opportunity. Make sure you're networking in the comments, connecting with those folks, connect authentically. We're going to talk about how to do that. Steve, get us started. Absolutely. Well, this is great. And we're super pumped and excited to have this incredible panel here and, and my co-host Cameron on today. And, and this is a this is a topic that is really near and dear to my heart. It's a it's a topic that I love talking about when I do when I do talks uh, throughout, you know, throughout the country, both virtually and, and in person. And uh, it, it is it is something that, you know, as a result of of a major shift in my mindset, right? As as uh, in the intro was mentioned, I was shy, introverted, picked on, bullied, and learning disabled dyslexic with a low self-esteem. So who would have thought that I would learn how to be so inward focused and self-focused to be able to be you know authentic and outward focused? And if you saw one of my posts this weekend, I talked a little bit about you know how some of those things happened for me. And you know, a lot of it was a spiritual journey, a lot of it was self-discovery and being able to, you know, come to peace with my inner child and and all these kinds of things. But once once I was able to do that, it's been tremendous. And, you know, it's it's just being able to be authentic and be able to be vulnerable. And and, and I love the Brene Brown, uh, you know, uh, TED talk that she did. And and there's a lot of great content out there. And, and you know, it, it's it's how do you really connect with the people that you're reaching out to? Right. Whether it be through social media, whether it be through video calls and phone calls, whether it be through, you know, face-to-face -face interaction, meeting somebody out in, a, in the community and, and so forth. So to me, it's really about, again, being yourself. You know, it's funny. I was, uh, you know, I have a very close friend who's a mentor to me and, and he, and he, he has a few people that, that are blessed to, that he's, that, that they're really blessed to mentor uh, with him. And one of the guys, the fellas comes to him and says to him, so can I ask you a question? You have such an incredible kind of warm spirit. You're you're so authentic. You're so, you know, you're so sincere. How do you do that? Like, like, do you, do you, do you put your hand on your heart? Like, how do you No, th There's no technique. You have to literally 
be authentic. You have to be sincere. And that's something that comes from the heart, the real heart. It's not something you can manufacture. And, and so again, for me, a big part of it has been, you know, just being able to be comfortable with myself, you know, and, and, and that could take some of you a little bit of time. But once I understood, listen, I am who I am, right? Uh, many of you guys know I had a, a journey where I, uh, you know, a, um, uh, medita- a silent meditation retreat and, 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 the, and the, the revelation during that retreat was everything is okay. I'm okay. You're okay. Everyone is okay. Right. So when, after I went through that, I was able to get to a place where, Hey, I could really add value for people and really be a blessing to people. And when you go into it with that type, type of mentality, sky's the limit. So, uh, I'd love to hear, uh, Cameron, I, maybe you can help me on this one. Who would be next? Who's going to speak next? But love to hear, uh, from one of the, the fine folks, panelists we have here and get their, them to chime, chime in on it. Ariel wants to jump in. Go ahead, Ariel. Perfect. Hey, guys. So I love the way you said that, Steve, that it's not something that you can manufacture. Um, and that's what I always touch on, that so many people take a look at this whole online social media personal branding space and they think about crafting a personal brand. Um, and when I hear that, it always just sort of makes me go, oh, like, it's not something that you craft. It does take thought um, and intentionality to figure out how to reflect who you are in a face-to-face in-person environment and put that same person onto a social media platform. But if it's something that you have to craft like a mask that you put on every day, I can't think of anything that would be more exhausting than that. Um, And I feel like that would lead to burnout I'm also huge on personality magnetism. Um, And I know for me personally in my business, putting myself out there authentically has made sure that the right people are magneted to me so that people know, you know, if if someone is turned off by the use of emojis, they're probably not going to be an ideal fit client because there's going to be a hundred other things about my personality that are not going to fit well with them. Um, So I've really used that as a way to sort of allow people to self-select out of my universe. Um, And it's been super powerful for me. So I love that saying that it's not something that you manufacture. And I'll pop in here too. I love that, Ariel. Thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, That concept of I'm not going to be for everybody if you're not into the emojis. That's cool, but you probably will get maybe a little annoyed at what I post. And that's such an important piece is to first understand who we even think we are and then to have that version of ourselves show up online, uh, especially if you are trying to promote your services and your products and your offers. Um, So I wanted to piggyback on something that uh, you said, Steve, a moment ago around just be yourself. And now that I've trained thousands of people of, you know, how to show up online and connect online authentically, that's the hardest part. It's like, how do I be myself in all of this, in this meaning, even the tech is so foreign to me. And I know we're late 2021 and we can't use that as an excuse anymore. So while you may not be tech tech, uh, fluid is the best way to say it, uh, practice. So the way that I'm able to show up and Steve and Ariel so far, um, pretty much feeling like ourselves, we've got a lot of consistency, a lot of practicing so that it occurs as mastery, maybe to you, maybe not eventually. Um, And then, of course, yes, speaking to the person that you are here to serve. And that just is something that I want to dovetail finally into, which is what really helped me get much more confident online was when I was not performing. I was not trying to be some version of myself uh, like a host or an online person, um, some other avatar. And instead, I just took it back to who am I here to serve? And when I make it be about others versus myself and how great my services and my products is and all that are, and I can actually speak to what my ideal client or viewer or friend in real life needs to hear most right now, then it takes all the pressure off of perfectionism. And I know I can speak for a lot of ladies out there. It's like even the camera and going live and being in stories, wherever you might be in your favorite social platform. And maybe it's right here. It's like, What do I look like? What do I sound like? Oh my gosh, I don't have a momentous enough message. But all of that eventually does go away if you're willing to start, humble enough to learn, and then practice your little booty off. Because that's just at the the end of the day, how we get better and we begin to embody that fourth stage of, um, of conscious learning. So I'll stop there and pass the baton. 
That's great. I got Jason coming over and Tiffany just said, I love being my authentic self. I don't know how to be anybody else. Right. I love that. Love that. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're absolutely right, Michelle, doing the reps is everything. I mean, just accept the fact that when you do show up like this, like we are right now, it's not going to be what you picture in your mind and all of that and just get over that and do the reps. And, and that's a big part of it. Certainly, you know, being your authentic self is being who you are. But the only thing that I'll say that's that's slightly contradictory of <laughs> the thoughts here is is simply that there are decisions to be made. There is a purposefulness when you decide to put yourself on camera, put yourself on social media. And part of it goes right into, Michelle, what you were saying of, of put your thoughts on the other person, who you're trying to serve, who are your ideal clients. And you know, we all have our different selves at the core. We're, we're who we are, right? I, ideally. Um, but there are, you know, I'm a different person with a different tone um, to my kids, um, to my buddies, to people online. So there's certain things that you can be intentional with. And that doesn't mean you're um, not being authentic and not being you. Like, this is the me, but this is the me that wants to show up. And and making those decisions of if you are doing a podcast, you're in a show and deciding this is what I want this to feel like when I'm there. So who, who do I need to be? What parts of me need to show up and how they need to show up? There is some intentionality to that, I think. That's great. That's awesome. Great, great points. And you know, listen, I agree with everything that, you know, that was said so far, you know, as far as, yeah, you, you want to be authentic. You want to be yourself. You want to have your own personal brand, who you are. And I agree all that's based on authenticity, but I agree. There's also a part of the reps part. I like that piece of it too. Right? So what I I've had to learn how to articulate who and what I'm about in a short period of time, not to be something fake, but because there's so many things you could talk about, you, you have to be purposeful and, you know, in connecting with somebody, and we're going to get into some of the pieces of this when we're doing video calls later in the show, but, but I've learned how to craft my story so that it's relevant, but it connects, right? So I believe there's, there's definitely, there's power in the reps that uh, Michelle and Jason, you just re reiterated about as well. But on the flip side, I love what you said, Jason, which is making sure, and obviously Ariel too, but, but Jason, what you just said about making sure that you have a purpose you have got a there's a vision behind what you're doing and and in serving being able to, to see how you could serve and and focus on the other person and i think that's so important to connecting authentically is when you have the other person in mind right you know in in when i'm connecting with somebody whether it's on a video call or out and about in the community whatever it is or on social media i'm thinking okay what can I do to add value? Can I be a blessing? What could be a blessing to them, right? And, and again, it comes down to, and we've had other shows about this topic, which is you have to know your purpose on this planet. You have to know you have a, have a vision. You have to, I have a personal life's mission statement. So when you have that in mind, this kind of process or mentality is, is a piece of cake. When you don't kind of know exactly where you're going, it's a whole, your, your life is sort of this random generality kind of, you're just living life at random so but a uh, great point so far i know ariel you wanted to jump in with some some uh, an anecdote i think as well so we'll turn it over to you there yeah so i always and i love what jason said it's totally um on board with everything i'm big on being yourself put yourself out there but i always tell people that there's a huge difference between authenticity and vulnerability sometimes they go hand in hand but I like to compare it to inviting someone to my house, right? I'm going to open the front door for them. They're invited. It is my house. It's an actual real house and I live here, but I'm probably going to do the dishes that are in the sink before they come over. I'm going to close my bedroom door so that they can't see that I haven't made my bed. I'm going to pick the dog toys up off the floor. Like I, I don't have to let all my mess hang out to show up authentically and invite somebody into my house. So that's the um, analogy that I use when it comes to <laughs> authenticity versus vulnerability and, and being intentional and purposeful about what you share. Um, so thanks for letting me pop on with that. 
That's great. That's awesome. That that's really that's I love that. And you know, listen, I agree, right? Authenticity. You know, when we're talking about vulnerability, um, you know, it, it's it's a very good point. I personally have no challenge with showing with sharing some of the things that I've done in the past, right? So I'll talk about being shy and introverted, picked on, bullied. But I think if I was currently getting picked on and bullied right now. I probably wouldn't be so comfortable sharing about it, right? So I love your analogy about the house because you could say, hey, you know, back, you know, a year ago, two years ago, our house was a mess. But if the house is in a good order, it's 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 better, right? You could you could be vulnerable about what happened, what used to be about that the house used to be a mess, right? So I, I love that point. Um, we're gonna jump in unless somebody else has something to share uh, about before we move on. I think. Michelle, did you want to jump in real quick? I think actually I'm ready to go with uh, maybe the next question that right, I good. think could be coming. Good stuff. So the next question is really regarding the, um, it's regarding social media. So how do you connect authentically through social media, right? There's lots of different ways, right? I know in the in the opening kind of question about, you know, what does being authentic mean to you? I didn't get to talk about it, but, you know, a lot of times people are pitching us, right? Where, you know, there's a pitch involved. And so what do you, what do you, you folks feel is a way to, to connect authentically through social media? One of the ways I like to do it, I'll just share a little bit of from, for me, from my perspective is I like video. I like the fact that I'm able to share, you know, my feelings, my stories through video. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to get a little vulnerable again in that house clean house kind of way that 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 area was speaking about but um and then also through my regular posts where I'm, I'm talking about things that have happened to me in the past and I, I believe that's a real way to connect with people when you when you share stories of things the challenges you've hit you've had in your life but perhaps way you've ways you've overcome those challenges is a really way to a, a great way to connect with the audience and the viewers so I'm curious to hear. Who, uh, so Michelle, since you spoke up, I'll I'll throw it to you first, and then uh, in the back back channel, I guess we'll figure out who's next. Awesome! Thank you for that, and thank you for sharing too. I I love the idea of even sharing our own stories on video because I'm all about the video, and so are our ideal customers and our ideal viewers. Hopefully, to be converted consciously into customers. Um, they want to see and sense and, you know, get a feeling about us. And so we increase that marketing 101 uh, known thing called as a no like trust factor. I think it increases exponentially when we consistently show up live or consistently show up on video. Then our ideal customer, let's just say, is like, wow, you know, she's really speaking to me or he really just seems to get me, which brings me to then the whole other thing that I love to teach around how to connect on social media. There's the logistical part that I think can be oftentimes a little overwhelming for a lot of people in the beginning, especially as an established business professional. Um, and it's how to even make the things work. Where do I look? Like right now I'm looking y'all right in the eye, right? Um, but it's because I've learned how to do that. And I can teach you how to do that right now really quickly. Well, I'm looking at my screen and I'm reading the banner, how do you connect authentically through social media? That's a different experience for you as the viewer than when I connect and look you right in the eye. Oftentimes a little smile just helps to bring the vibe up and have a little bit more of a friendly tone, but it's authentic because I'm happy to be here, I'm happy to serve and all of that. So back to just the logistical stuff of how do you do it? And yes, sometimes I hit my computer and that's okay. Nobody's looking for perfection. Everybody is looking for real. So how do you find the lens? Well, oftentimes if you're on your phone or if you're on your laptop, you just take, it's very sophisticated. Take your little index finger and you place it over where you think the camera might be. It's oftentimes just a smidge to the left the right of whatever the color of the light is that you think it is and just practice learn to look there when you're speaking when you're sharing your stories and then that way you're looking your viewer uh, in the eye as well and remember to only speak to one person right one person classically is listening to you at a time it's not an arena of a thousand people but that's what the ego thinks right that's what the small mind thinks is like oh my gosh it has to be momentous it has to be really big and really powerful but the reality is, is that if we reel it all back in and we make it super intimate and we connect to that one person who's connected to us right now, 
it increases that beautiful connection that we have with them. And that lends itself to an authentic connection. So I just like to say, I teach the four C's in that authentic connection, uh, which is a really beautiful vehicle for selling ethically and with high integrity as well. Uh, Cause you can't hide behind live video, especially, but your customer wants to see you live or your customer certainly wants to see you on video, but then learn how to look at them or to them or with them is what's the best way to say it to connect with them by looking them in the eye little smile on your face just to warm it up ever so slightly it sounds strange but it's just true right it also sh uh, shoots a little dopamine to your own brain and then you actually feel better about connecting and it's really awkward in the beginning it is but with practice and honestly i've seen thousands of my students completely um just uh own this within about 21 days of practicing. So I know you can do it as well. It's just my tip for connecting. Then the content will come out authentically. I love that. And I and I gotta say, you know, those are some, are some strong, strong tips. I know we talked a lot about it, Steve, when we were doing our first shows. And so 48 shows later, it can seem like it's a little bit lost in the mix, but I think we see it all the time, folks getting on and not really connecting with people because they're not speaking to one person. They're not looking into the, the camera directly, right? And and that makes a big, big, big difference. Ariel, I know you wanted to jump in. Go ahead. Sure thing. No, I, that was amazing advice and something I struggle with. Like I'm looking at the lens right now is not natural for me. I'm usually <laughs> looking straight ahead at who I'm talking to. So Michelle, incredible point. Um, my biggest tip or, you know, thing that I think has been special for me is just that consistency showing up reliably, um, where, you know, I'm, I'm the same person on LinkedIn or in messages or on a zoom call or a LinkedIn live or whatever. It's just very consistent. It's very much who I am. If I'm meeting for lunch, um, I, one of my friends, Chris Hennessy, I don't know if he's in the audience right now, but he actually tagged me in a post this morning um, and said that for somebody with a large following, Ariel makes you feel like you're the only person that she'll talk to that day. And that's always been my priority. Just that connection one-on-one, -on -one, um, making sure that I'm supporting the person that I'm talking to, uh, whether that's responding to comments or DMs in a quick way. So that's that responsiveness, I think, has always been super important to me to make sure that I'm developing and deepening those conversations with every single person um, that wants to have a conversation with me. <laughs> I love that. That's great. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting, I, I, you know, what you started by saying, Ariel, and, and reflecting off of, and by the way, Michelle, incredible nuggets, tips, incredible. I need to work on that too. I'm looking at the camera now. I have a external, so it's, a, it's above my screen. So this is hard because I'm talking to an inanimate object right now, but I know it connects better with the audience and you're hundred percent right. So thanks for that. But Ariel, you, you know, you had mentioned something I want to just, I want to just emphasize, and that is, consistency, right? Consistency of message, consistency. I think maybe uh, Michelle may have mentioned this as well, but consistency across, right? If you, if you post, post consistently and post with, with a similar, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You want to have a, a similar personal brand type of mentality coming through those posts, right? It can't be out of left field. It can't be completely out of, out of character for you. But wherever you are, whether you're on, you know, LinkedIn, which is the majority where I live, right, or whether it's on Instagram or in the other platforms or out in public or on networking calls, you want to be the same person everywhere. So that's going to really add to your authentic self in terms of who, who you're about and, and how you're coming across to people. You don't want to be something uh, different. So with all that, I would like to pass it to Jason. Love to get your take on it, Jason. Oh, certainly. Um, yeah, I I tend to to like to connect one by one by one um, with you know. That's why I do the shows that I do and all of that. And really, um, maybe I'm hiding. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I like to bring you know bring folks on and um, you know connect with a wider audience by connecting to that to that guest, shining a spotlight on them. And certainly, you know, you know, I I get across you know my thoughts and who i am and all of that as well that's you know par for the course but it's i don't know it's it's more helpful for me to you know bring that guest on and, and show all those um shine the spotlight on them and the other way i use social media to connect is you know really you know random connection of you know somebody hey i'd like to connect 
let's talk and showing up with zero expectation, jumping on a call like this with absolute, you know, no expectation at all. And when you connect with the right people who come at it at the, in the exact same way, um, I mean, friendships can develop out of that, you know, real partnerships. Sometimes it's nothing, but it's rarely a negative experience, right? Um, I've just had too many great experiences doing that in real life, virtually, through LinkedIn, all of that, um, to, to question it, you know, now, like there's been too many, um, and it's weird. It like, like someone was talking about earlier of just like, it's, it's strange to jump on camera, you know, um, in the, in the beginning, it's weird to, to connect like that when you haven't done it before sometimes. And both of you kind of sit there and like, um, okay, why are we connecting? Hey, just wanted to connect. Okay, cool. This is about me. It's about, and the great, the greatest things can come out of that. Sometimes it's business. Sometimes it's just, um, meeting someone else ideas, brainstorm. Um, but it's, it's almost always good. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Do you want to ask the next one? I just wanted to, to highlight. Yeah, you could, you could take point some stuff out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to, we got some great, great comments from our audience here. Uh, Matias says uh, that she's working up to videos and have been recording and re-recording her profile video. Makes me uncomfortable, which is why I want to do it so bad. And, uh, in, in, you know, I've been doing video for a while, but I still haven't done my, my profile video. So I, I'm definitely uh, here with you. <laughs> and then uh, Nero says uh, he comes from a place of service. I help first. I give value first. Despite being a sales coach, I rarely sell. The more value you give, the less you have to sell. Love to hear more about that, Niraj. I mean, we talk about the go-giver a lot, and uh, I think it's really incredible because um, there's this two-sided coin in the go-giver that um, it's about giving, but you're seeing opportunity as well. You're giving yourself that space, and I, I love that that piece of it because uh, it's not all just uh, nilly-frilly, right? It's it's It works. It's business uh, good stuff as well. And um, Matias says, I share my experiences, including all highs and lows here on LinkedIn and a little on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, love to hear that feedback on how you're sharing stuff on social. If you're watching, please jump into the comments here. Steve says, thematics matter when conveying our authenticity and originality, helping others to better understand our brand and networking space personally and professionally. Love it, Steve. Uh, we love seeing your comments. Keep keep it on. Uh, everything's good, Garen. We're, we're here. Uh, we're alive. And it's Monday morning and we're going to crush it. So, uh, Steve, Get us into this next question for us. For yeah, just before I do, I want to just uh, acknowledge uh, what Jason just said, right? So I love what he said about taking it off of LinkedIn, taking it off of social media, jumping on that call. I'm a huge advocate of that. I love it, and also getting on with no, you know, expectation whatsoever. Not you know, you know, trying to pitch something, and which which leads us, you know, exactly perfectly into that next piece of this, which is. How do you connect authentically on a phone call or a Zoom call? And um, I, I think, you know, to, to play off of what Michelle spoke about, number one, if you're on a Zoom call, super, super important to look at that person, right? I know there's some people, um, and you, I don't know if anyone on the, on the, on the call here today is, is doing that, but where they have multiple cameras or maybe two cameras, or maybe there's a, a screen, the screen of what they're looking at versus the, the actual camera. And I highly recommend if you can try to align your camera to exactly where the screen is. So if you are looking a little bit off, you're not looking far off, right? So, cause yes, you know, again, we're, we're in a, in a digital age now. We're not at the coffee shop anymore with people sometimes, and sometimes we are, but the, then you would have to look at them you know, in, in their eyes, right? So the next best thing, which is what Michelle spoke about, which is looking in the camera and giving eye contact for people. So, so important. But uh, yeah, so that is a great tip. That's a tremendous tip, but also really allowing that person to really tell their story, right? Allowing and being genuinely interested in their story, in them, in, in about them, and not just, you know, hearing their story and I can't wait to tell mine, right? But, you know, maybe asking some questions. Okay, well, tell me a little bit about that. You know, you mentioned, like, I was on a call earlier today, and the gentleman, you know, former military guy, incredible guy, uh, and he was, and I don't know if he's on watching today, but he was uh, he was on, we had a great conversation, and he mentioned about, you know, having a divorce, and then he mentioned something later in the conversation about his wife, and I'm like, okay, wait, so does that mean you 
divorced and are you back with the same lady? So tell me about that. And not to get too personal, but it's, it was a way of really showing number one, that I cared and that I'm, you know, I, I'm involved in the conversation and I'm, I'm, I'm hearing him. And, and at the same time, there's a, you know, there could be relevant things coming from that when I'm really listening, actively listening. So those are important things. Now on the video call, super important because you, you're on a, you're in a, you're magnified, right? Your, your people are seeing, are you, is this person multitasking? You know, I like to take notes on my phone. So literally what I'm doing sometimes, if I'm taking notes is I'm telling the person, listen, you're going to be seeing me look down, but I'm not looking down to text. I'm actually taking notes on my phone. So I just want you to be aware of that. Very, very important because sometimes people are taking notes and, and you might, I, I thought people were distracted. They were, you know, answering somebody's message or something. So Definitely make sure you, you're thinking about, okay, what is this other person thinking about me when we're communicating? So those are some tips. Again, I don't want to dominate here. I want to hear what everyone else has to say. Cameron, I'm busy talking to the camera and not looking at the 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 the, the, uh, the chat on the back end here. So we got you. We got you, Steve. Ariel's jumping in. Well, actually, I think Jason wanted to go, right? Jason, sorry. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say – it goes for Zoom calls, video calls, certainly, but it, it goes for just real life conversations as well. There's a very big difference between being a good listener, connecting with someone, and having the other person feel like you're listening to them. Those are two vastly different things that um, if you haven't been purposeful with that, maybe you don't think those are two different things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard you. I heard you. I'm listening, you know. If I don't feel like you're listening, <laughs> then you might as well not be, right? And those are those key little distinctions. Goes back to being purposeful, right? Making that eye contact, making lens contact when it's virtual like this, um, and really taking that in and asking Steve to your point, asking those those questions just enough. Like, okay, I heard what you said. I'm not just now speaking because you stopped. <laughs> All of that and i think it's funny because jason literally took the words right out of my mouth when he was addressing the last question um talking about going into conversations with zero expectations i think that part is so important where you're having a genuine get to know you conversation not a what can i get out of this conversation um entering into the zoom or phone call with a what can i do to best serve and support this person um and you know hoping there's some sort of mutual way we can lift each other up not a just sales focused conversation so he took the words out of my mouth with the zero expectation um in terms of zoom calls i have recently started because hopefully i'm not alone on this little bit of authentic vulnerability, but I just stare at myself the whole time. And so I've started making my face small and moving it up to the middle at the top so that it's right at my camera. Um, so that that forces me to focus on that one spot so that I can connect deeper. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to share my great friend, Donnie Boyman, he's on LinkedIn. If you don't follow him, he's not as active here as he is on Facebook. Uh, but he always says to be interested, not interesting. So when you're having a conversation with somebody, make sure that you're really digging deep and trying to find how you can connect with that person um, on things that are important to them, not just waiting for your next turn to talk and share what's important to you. I love that. And, and be interested, not be interesting. Great, great, great advice. Go ahead, Steve. Tremendous. Uh, you know, Ariel, that, that was tremendous. It, you, you stole one of my hacks, which I love it. And whether one of those hacks is when you're doing a Zoom call, having the 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 video, your video at the top. And honestly, you know, for the last close to two years, most of my calls have been that. And I've been for the most part, I mean, I glance down, but for the most part, I'm staring down at myself. And I believe what it's done is it's really crafted and helped to refine my communication skills. It's made me very aware, you know, like like Michelle said earlier, you know, am I smiling? You know, sometimes you could smile, but you could also smile with your eyes, right? Are, are my eyes smiling? You know, uh, you know, am I using hand gestures too much? Am I using hand gestures not enough? You know, am I, you know, my tone, am I raising the volume a little bit? Am I lowering the volume a little bit? You know, there's, there's all sorts of things, right? Again, 
yes, I agree 100%. You should not be look to be interesting, but you should be interested. And I, and I 100% agree with that because when you're interested in somebody else, it's amazing how they'll, they'll come away with like, man, this is the, the best conversationalist I've ever had. Meanwhile, you might have said so little and they said a lot. So there's value in that. Don't get me wrong. Straight out of How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, one of my favorite go-to books. However, we are in a world and an age, especially with the younger generation, where they do need to be entertained. And if your conversation is, if you're coming across a little bit boring or, or a little bit not so animated, they're going to kind of lose interest. So there's there's a there's a good fine line between, you know, being interested in them, but also being interesting in a sense in that, you know, you've got an interesting story. You know, I believe you still have to have something that's going to capture their attention. And so there's still, there's a value of that too. But I believe the essence and core, which was said already, which is be interested in them. So I want to pass this to, to Jason. Jason, we want to hear your take on it as well, sir. I think I gave most of mine <laughs> of what i have on this did I, kind of, did I pass it to you jason by mistake i meant to pass it to uh i think michelle was next correct correct yeah um, you know there's just so much potent content here i mean it just feels like we're all sort of building on each other i love it um i wanted to piggyback on something that you said ariel a couple minutes ago around in the beginning when you were first seeing yourself on video and you just sit there and stare at yourself do i look like that is that really how my hair looks Wow, whatever, right? And we're so critical about ourselves in the beginning, which is why I know um, a lot of people stop in their tracks and they don't even want to try because it does require that humility in that first stage of learning to try something new, especially if you're an accomplished business professional or you have, you know, a certain status and a reputation, which all of us have, right? If you're Above 18, we've done some things in life that hopefully we're a little proud of. But in the beginning of those things that we're proud of, we weren't awesome, right? We didn't have that fourth stage of learning, which is the unconscious competence, which is what I was referring to um, a while back. So, Ariel, you had mentioned about like first seeing yourself on the screen. This may or may not be applicable um, for a one-on-one -on -one Zoom, but let's say you have a group Zoom and you are one of the facilitators or maybe the main uh, facilitator of the call. This is gonna sound so silly, but this has helped so many people. And I found in my work uh, that coming back to the basics is deeply helpful for those who need it in that moment. So when I talk to uh, my students and clients about, take a little white piece of paper, place it over your entire screen so you can't look anywhere else but the lens in the eye. And what that does, my friend, is it starts to train your brain to not look down, not look down, not look down. Now, that's obviously not going to be applicable in all scenarios, but it is if you're doing lives um, going solo for one. Uh, and you're engaging in a dialogue, let's say with the com comments later. Um, so in the beginning, just learning how to practice, you can literally create your own group right here in LinkedIn and start to practice inside a closed, safe, secure place. The other thing, and this is what study shows, uh, and uh, Steve, you mentioned this and you do it naturally and so beautifully, if, in my opinion, is using some body language and within the frame and literally learning how to connect authentically, but being yourself. So if you're someone like me and you do naturally use some hand gestures, obviously this is a little bit more over the top, but in general, I'm a very passionate, dynamic person. So I'm gonna use hand gestures and especially when I wanna make a point, right? I just sped that up because I've learned how to be myself on live video. Again, everything is practice. The final thing that I wanted to say is, Steve, you had mentioned about like, gosh, these days, the young ones, you know, they gotta be entertained. Honestly, I have built a seven figure business without doing any of that, like shaking my, you know, dancing and playing the music and all that stuff and the reels and all that fun stuff. And there is a time and place for it, but you don't have to if it's not authentically you. And the other piece is that you can learn to trust yourself to show up exactly as you are. And they will begin to notice because you're speaking to them in your most authentic voice. So just a few tips on uh, learning to uh, take the training wheels off and get more comfortable. It does start with practice. Be your authentic self um, and go for it. We can't wait to see what you do with it. I love it. 
I don't have to shake my booty. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got we got this fourth question, right? How do you connect with someone when you first meet them out in public and connect with them to the point where they really want to stay in touch? And you were talking before we jumped on about meeting people over the weekend out in public and really just a, a perfect example of this. So get us started, Steve. Yeah, first of all, uh, thank you, Michelle. I wanted to just acknowledge your your point there. And, and I agree with you. Listen, yeah, the shaking, the shaking and the moving and the dancing. Yeah, that's not my personality. But I think there's, you know, listen, you're I, I could see from you and thank you for the compliment earlier. You have a natural sense that you're engaging and people are, I won't say entertained, but they're interested in hearing you because of the way you 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 uh, you communicate. So Can that's I what I really refer to. chime in really quickly, Steve? Sure, please. You just said you have a natural way of engaging, which by the way, what a compliment coming from the master connector. But it wasn't natural in the beginning. I had to learn how to be myself. I had to learn how to be the version of me that my best friends know and you know my boyfriend knows and all that um, on video. And it only happened with practice. It was not natural. I was a hot like uncomfortable, insecure mess in the beginning. But with time, thankfully I didn't give up on myself learning something new in front of others. Um, I got better. Anyway, I just wanted to add that there because I know it looks easy when you see someone who's a master like we all are, but we didn't start this way. We just were willing to start. That's great. That's, that's, that's fantastic. And I can relate. Like for example, when I do Zoom calls and I'm on a, a group Zoom networking meeting, on purpose and and again shine introverted i am like if you know the dic disc you know personality i'm i'm the the the, the cd i'm like the low key you know task oriented person but on purpose in the beginning when i'm giving my you know 20 second 30 second elevated pitch whatever it is i start with you know this is steve spear the master connector coming at you live and direct and i and i get all animated just initially cuz you know what I think it captures people's attention right away. And there's there's that value. And I had to, to your point, Michelle, I had to practice it. So, yeah, so we're going to get into the next question. And, and Cameron, you teed up really nice. I appreciate it. Yeah, so today, this this weekend, out and about, I mean, I, I made five new friends. And I do that on purpose. And I was challenged quite a few years ago from, from a person that's very, very close to me, a, a mentor to me that, that said, listen, you need to get out of your shell. You were, you were so, you know, you know, I mean, talking to, listen, if you're from New York and I, don't, I can't remember where everyone on the panel are, are from, but if you're from New York, you are trained, don't talk to strangers. You know, in fact, if somebody talked to you and you're out and about, you know, the feel, the feeling is, what does this guy want? What's the angle? Is there some kind of pitch coming? What's going on? So that was the perspective that I lived by. And he said, Hey, you should just, make some friends. And I'm like, okay. And I had to, you know, I had to learn at it. I had to become better at it. I had to become comfortable at it. But I will give you a little bit of a uh, kind of a format that I use. Now, first of all, you got to figure out, is it something you want to do? If you don't want to do it, forget what I'm saying. You know, turn turn my video off, you know, whatever. You can, you can go to another show and come back later when I finish talking. But if you want to learn how to meet people, I think it's tremendous because I think what I've learned in life is that, you know, other people are waiting for other people to, to say hello. The world, half the world is waiting for the other half to say hello. That's that's my perspective. And it's amazing. In New York, I mean, I, you know, I do venture out to other parts of the country and around the world, and it's similar. But in New York, it's the same thing. And people are actually very friendly. And so I start with something like break the ice, right? I, I see in the comments about a smile, right? But I, I start by breaking the ice with something. So actually, in this case, my wife broke the ice in the first one. She saw a young man that had a it, Bronx written on his jersey. And she's like, hey, are you from Jersey? So she beat me to the punch. I probably would have said the same thing. But that was the start of a conversation, broke the ice. Then I like to start with, you know, where you're from. You're from here. And that one was easy because are you from the Bronx, right? That's easy enough. But that often will lead to lots of different different pieces of the conversation. Did you grow up there? You know, did you go to school? You know, whatever. And then kind of typically, you know, it transitions into, you know, what did you study in school or what do you do for work, right? And that can be a whole lot of conversation. And then afterwards, once I've gotten the where you're from, what do you do, broken the ice, 
this this could be 20, you know, sometimes 20 minutes later, sometimes three minutes later, whatever. But I feel like I've created a mini friendship and it's normal and natural to say, hey, we should stay in touch. And I and and almost inevitably, if that conversation has gone like that, I'm typically getting a phone number uh, or a business card or whatever. And we're we're connected and we're going to connect on LinkedIn with them later. It's a lot of fun. I found it to be extremely challenging. Uh, I make a goal for myself when I'm out and about to to make some new friends. You know, again, I'm not pitching. Uh, most of the conversation is focused on them. If they ask me what I do, I have like probably like two sentences I use, and then I, f- I focus right back on them. And you know, and of course, if they want to look me up, they could f- they could find me on LinkedIn, right? So it's not a big deal. That's why the value of having a good social media platform so they could see who you are today, right? Because before that, if I did that before social media, forget it. People were like, who's this guy? Is he some axe murderer? Whatever, right? So, but with, with social media, you can, you can actually, they could see that, oh, this guy's actually okay. In fact, when I leave them, I send them a text saying, hey, it was great to meet, great to connect. I'm huge on networking. Let's connect. And by the way, you know, find me on LinkedIn. Here's my, his, and I, I send them the link so they can connect with me on LinkedIn because I think it's a great follow-up. So again, I'd love to hear, I don't know who, Cameron, who's going to be next here, but um, love to hear what everyone else's perspective on meeting people, you know, out and about and, and kind of getting a feel for them. Jason's up next. Yeah. Then we got uh, Michelle who's going to jump in. Go ahead, Jason. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I don't do sort of the, that intentional, I'm going to go and meet you know, new people today by any means. Uh, but I love that you do it, Steve. That's, I think that's, that's awesome. Um, for me, I don't have a lot of, you know, tactical advice in terms of meeting new people and going after, after that. But what I do, well, the two, the two things I would say are intentionality, you know, sometimes it's as strong as I'm going to go meet someone new today. Um, sometimes it's going to a network of networking event and, showing up just like i'm gonna you know maybe it's there in that that context i'm gonna meet you know some new people again showing up yeah. without expectation um but then also something that happened for me the only reason i transformed from the guy you know who goes to an event like that if i ever go and standing against the wall to someone who's busting down the door and hey what's up everybody a big part of it is I don't know, maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's when I hit 40. Um, but just, I don't give a crap what anybody thinks. <laughs> like, it was a revelation <laughs> over. And having that mindset going into, whether it's an interaction at the grocery store or a networking event, it's it's massive and it's it's huge. And that's, a, that's one of those mindsets I highly recommend. <laughs> I love it. And thank you for your authenticity, uh, Jason, about saying, you know what? really do what Steve does. Good for him. I love that there's people out there doing it, nor do I necessarily have any tactical advice. That's so authentic. I mean, that was literally leading by example. So I wanted to just acknowledge that. Um, And I'm very much the same. Uh, I have almost zero interest. uh, I'm just being authentic in, uh, in connecting in that way. But what I do do, and this may be helpful for anyone else who can relate, I'm a situational extrovert. What does that mean? I mean, in general, uh, you know, all the personality profiles or, you know, even uh, going into human design, design, I'm a manifesting generator or I'm a high D and a high I in the disc uh, and so on and so forth. They're very consistent. So for me, um, I live with this concept that I live in a friendly universe. Einstein spoke about that, right? Your entire world is predicated on whether or not you believe you live in a hostile or a friendly universe. So how does that show up for me? Well, I don't feel like I've ever met a stranger. I literally feel like we're all brothers and sisters walking each other home and it's a spiritual, friendly, beautiful experience to live on this planet earth and that we are a human race. So therefore I don't disconnect myself energetically because I subscribe to the thought that I live in a friendly universe. So I'm not feeling divided by someone maybe who's in the park with playing with their kids as I'm running my pup or whatever. Um, That said, I also don't have a need to go and try to cultivate or generate any sort of a connection. But if I do end up chatting with like another pet owner or whatever, I will just listen, right? Actively listen. And what I do that seems to help me not only just meeting random people that I don't ever think is random, by the way, that's just me. Um, Or even if it's someone that I really care about in a one-on-one dialogue, I do my very best to not focus on the content 
and to focus more on the connection, right? And oftentimes it means me, and I'm a very sort of, again, situational extrovert. When I need to bring it, I can bring it. Um, but for the most part, I just observe. And I'm just looking at, like, is it taking a lot for them to even engage in this dialogue? Because maybe they're typically shy or maybe they are a classic introvert or whatever that might be. I'm able to observe the energy around these people or this person, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or a stranger. And when I start to really connect on the connection, focus on the connection consciously over the content, then that allows me to dissolve my conscious mind. And it's actually just the present moment. And we're just a couple of humans having a good time, right? Connecting in the now moment. So that's what's been really helpful for me to take off any pressure of where it might go, what I should say, what did they just say? Oh shoot, should I remember their name? And I just let it all go and I allow myself to just connect. We may never even exchange cards or connect on social or ever see each other again, but it's just a little moment in time reminding us that we are all in this thing called life together. I love that. Love that. Go ahead. Love I know um, Ariel's got a little something to share and I identify with her. Steve, I know you want to jump in. Sure. I'll just, I'll just say this, but Michelle, that was phenomenal and fantastic. And, and yeah, listen, my, my, uh, my rant about, you know, meeting strangers and going out being purposeful. I, I want you to not, not misunderstand that. That's just something that I do, but I think the point is, and you, you, you clarified it really well, which is how do you, when you meet somebody, how do you really connect with them? Right. And, and I love what you said about having, you know, the world is a friendly universe. And, and that was tremendous. And, and I, I and I feel that way as well. I think we were programmed, especially as Northeasterners, to think that the world is, you know, everyone's dog eat dog and everyone's out for themselves. And I and I've tried I've really tried hard to convince myself and I and I and I have that the, the, it's a friendly world and that people want to really connect with you. So, you know, whether you're going out purposefully and connecting or you just meeting people, you know, whatever, it's really, the, that was really the feedback and, and the, the feeling in which I wanted to kind of touch on this last, you know, this, this this third question or fourth question, whatever it is, in terms of how do you really connect? And I know there's another question coming up on, you know, how we're going, how do we see if somebody's fake or not? But, uh, but I just want to make that point. Again, don't get too hung up on going out, meeting people, you know, five, five new, new friends I made uh, yesterday at the mall. I'm not, don't get too hung up on that. I want you to just how are you connecting when you're actually talking to somebody? And I love Jason, what you said, which is you're at the you're at a networking event, and then that was when you connected with people. Just the in-person connecting is really the piece that I wanted to hear most about. And that's I just wanted to add that I am just like Michelle said, a situational extrovert. So I can talk to a brick wall and make friends with a complete stranger pretty instantly, but it is difficult for me to initiate that conversation in a face-to-face -face environment. Online, it's totally different and comes really naturally for some reason. Um, but my husband actually laughed at me. I was invited to speak about LinkedIn and social selling and networking um, at a conference back in October. And before the conference got started, there was a cocktail hour um, and I knew, you know, I was coming there to meet like five friends. But when I got to the cocktail hour, none of them were there. And I was just kind of off in the corner sticking by my husband. And he laughed at me. He said, oh, in-person networking, not online networking. You don't know how to do this. Um, so I would like to encourage you to institute a buddy system. So I always feel completely comfortable, whether it's a networking event or anything else, as long as I have one other person there that I know that can sort of bridge that gap or introduce me to one person so that now I know two people and introduce me to somebody else and just kind of keep the flow going. Um, so utilize that buddy system for in-person things. It makes everything a lot easier. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All awesome. right. So yeah, yes and sorry. One oh, one yeah, quick yeah. thing on that. I would say yes and no to that, Ariel. Um, yes, because there is a comfort factor, but you got to get be really careful <laughs> that you don't stay latched into them. But then if you do have that buddy system, one little tactical thing that that um, I've learned from others is what's amazing is that if you kind of split that your your initiative right, and you talk about the other person oh you've got to meet so and so um they're amazing and amazing and they're off doing that for you that kind of helps you know facilitate meeting new people as well oh for sure that's a that's a great uh great takeaway there i love that that i, I was good you stole my words because that's exactly what's what the value of having a buddy system is and then also you can compare notes to say hey how many did you meet today and 
and kind of make it fun, right? It's it's when you're when you know you're out and about in networking events and you're you're not alone. And when you're alone, that's that could be a little bit daunting, especially for an introvert like myself, right? But when you go with somebody, it, it helps a lot. So that's awesome. Cameron, are we gonna move to the next question or there's somebody else I wanted to chime in? No, it's it's 155. So we want to keep this uh, moving here uh, and we want to make sure everybody has an opportunity to talk about better places for them uh, to to reach uh, folks. And so we want to provide that opportunity for folks. So we'll go around the room. I think we may have lost Michelle for a moment and my screen is frozen. So not sure what's going on, on the technical side. Steve, uh, why don't you guide this out? So we're talking about the fifth question. We're getting we're getting going out. We're we're doing uh, closing uh, nuggets okay, and cool. and yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it, this has been a tremendous conversation. I think you know uh, it looks like Michelle's came came back with us for sure. Yeah, we don't know what happened. Technology is great when it works, right? But, <laughs> Kick um, me off, but let me back in. Thank goodness. Crazy, but we're we're glad to have you back. But yeah, it's been a tremendous, and I think I think the commonality, whether you're meeting people through social media or connecting with them, uh, whether you're you know meeting and having conversations offline on a phone call or a Zoom call, or you know just out and about in the community, the basic point is to be yourself, be your authentic self. Make sure you're really communicating, um, you know, in a way that you care about them, that you're thinking about, you know, you know what they're about. How can you serve them? How can you help them? And, and when you go in with that kind of heart and really want to learn what what's going on in their world, then that that's a real home run for you. And I, I believe that will be the best way you can connect authentically. So um, we're going to go around real quick. So everyone, uh, you each one, uh, Ariel, I guess you're you could start first and then we'll go just just tell tell them if you have a you know a sentence or two about closing remark and then how people can reach you. And then we'll go to we'll go to Jason and then you, Michelle, hopefully your, your technology is in place. Sure thing. This has been such a great conversation. So this was my first time meeting Jason and Michelle. Um, so I was super excited about that. Thank all of you for tuning in and chiming in in the comments. LinkedIn is definitely the best way to keep in contact with me. So I've been in the comments as well. Uh, so feel free to send me a connection request. Don't just follow. I do like to have a two-way um, connection and I'm super responsive to messages. So if anybody has any follow-up questions, uh, would be happy to answer those for you. But thanks everybody for tuning in. Great to be here. Absolutely. All right, Jason, uh, you're up, I guess. Oh, sure. This has been, yeah, this has been, been wonderful. And bottom line for me on this, this whole topic is really just comes down to intentionality. Um, and if you have that desire to really want to connect with others, you're going to figure out the other things. You're going to figure out the the tactics and how best to do it and overcome your shyness and all of that and do the reps. You're going to figure that out. If that, if that core intentionality is there, um, so, and then you'll, you'll figure out those things that not only are you able to connect with other folks, but making sure that they, they feel like you're connecting, they, they're getting what they need, right. To, to complete that connection. Um, so yeah, I'm here on LinkedIn, um, connect with me here. I'm happy to do that. Um, you can check out uh, strategy in action, the, the show strategy, action, strategy, strategy, action, show.com, uh, check out the interviews I've done and all that fun stuff. Fantastic. Great stuff. Glad you're, glad you're with us. Tremendous value. And uh, Michelle. Yeah. Okay. So this has been such a fun time for me as well. Uh, my first time on the Master Connector show uh, and meeting Ariel and uh, you, Jason and Cameron. So uh, an honor to be here. And I hope that, you know, uh, if anyone was able to get a single takeaway, then our job was done. And uh, that's what we live for. At least I can speak for myself is uh, sharing anything. You just get one takeaway and you're like, let me just practice this. So I think it was you, Matei. I'm not sure. It might have been you, Ariel, around. I'm going to decide that I live in a friendly universe. And you know what? I'm going to double down on that one myself today. So uh, thank you for allowing us to just keep it real because that's what I know so much of humanity is just starving for right now. Um, speaking of keeping it real, uh, nothing like having a podcast and, and learning how to do that on the mic and sharing your message with people all around the world. Um, I do run the only uh, podcast accelerator program where we take you from ideation. I have no idea where I would even start. I'm totally technically challenged um, all the way to your 
are completely produced in all the major apps by the end of an eight-week program. Um, and if that's something that is feeling uh, like it's calling you, I'd love to be uh, your guide and have that further conversation about how we can explore that. And uh, best way to connect with me is uh, right here. Uh, same thing with Ariel, not just follow, let's connect. I think I have maybe 10,000 uh, connections, but I really do engage in the inbox. Um, and uh, it's a beautiful way to just continue to grow our, our uh, social family that you never know where it leads to. Some of my most incredible, potent relationships and business partnerships have all come from just a conversation that gets started in real time. So I look forward to connecting with you if we get a chance to do that. That's amazing. Listen, everybody, this has been great. We've had incredible uh, participation from the audience. Audience is always our our, our favorite uh, guest on the show. Thank you so much for participating. Lisa jumping in the chat saying thank you. Another great live, Steve Spiro. Steve, uh, lead us out here. Well, listen, I, you know, we, we talked a little bit before about the importance of connecting authentically. And listen, to me, as anyone who's seen my show, had conversations with me, it's all about really being an inspiration, being the light for this world, you know, we're, we're, we're moving in an area, obviously January is coming and, you know, there's, there's people that have, that feel good about what they've accomplished this year. Maybe some, not so much. Uh, we're moving in, you know, with the holiday season, you know, gifts and giving. And so let's be that light. Let's, let's, you know, let's take an opportunity. The best gift that I know that we can give, you know, anyone is to really the gift of connection is reach out to somebody, somebody you haven't thought about in a while, just reach out to say, hello, how you doing? You know, is there anything I could do to help you? Right. What, what a great gift that could be for anyone. Just so, when somebody comes to your mind, call them. Right. You don't have to you don't have to, like, make an appointment. Why not just pick up the phone? I know that's a very antique, antique uh, kind of idea, but pick up the phone and actually call. Now you could text, too. I know people may, may like that better, but either way, let's connect and let's be that light. So we're going to end it with a, a countdown. We do we go five, four, three, two, one, crush it. Everyone shouts out and anyone in the viewers. You could type in crush it if you want and participate with us, but we're going to end it again. Thank you, everyone. Cameron, appreciate everything you do behind the scenes, being the, the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. Ariel, Michelle, Jason, thank you. You guys are incredible. Definitely connect with them offline for sure. Great resources for you in your life, and it'll be a blessing for you if you get to know them like, like a, we're starting to get to know each other. So here we go. You ready, guys? I'm going to count it out. And next week, by the way, Cam, we have a show next week, right? That's right. That's right. Everybody, yeah. get ready. we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, how to re rediscover your true self. So December 20th, check in. How to discover your true self. Uh, Brian Golod and uh, is uh, Melanie Rules. I don't know how to we're, say We're that. waiting to confirm that, but we got at least Brian and we'll see where it goes. And if not, it's going to be a great three on three on uh, three on you conversation. So I'll be wearing be my red. I'll be holiday themed. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys, you ready? Let's count it out. Ready? Five, four, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Crush, Crush it. it. Have an amazing week, everybody. We love having you and being with you. Uh, have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. We will see you next time. LinkedIn, we are going to fire up your Monday. With Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. I am Steve Spiro, the Master Connector. Over the next hour of this Master Connection series, we will take a deep dive into the different ways to connect and network effectively. See us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready. Hear from experts along with Steve Spiro, who went from being shy and introverted to the Master Connector.